0: I want to learn the Gemara I want to learn the Gemara Lamed Gimel Bez about Rav Shem Bar Yechai I'd like to try to study this Gemara with the Hebra I want to learn it fresh I don't want to try to say it. You don't learn it last year, you learn it fresh this year. I'd like to try to start some of the Gemara. I don't know if we'll conclude this Gemara today, but let's start learning the Gemara about this specific Gemara that speaks about Rashimbar bar in and his story. It says that Rabbi Yehuda was called the Rosh Hamidab Rambucho he was the reish Hamedabrim. He was the first speaker. In English, I think we call it a spokesperson for the Jewish nation. Reb Yehudu was known as the spokesperson for the Jewish nation. And the Gemara asks, Amai reish ha-medabrim b'chol Why was he called the reish Hamedabrim, the first speaker, b'chol makin? It's interesting. There's a certain siyat ha and Klal Yisrael has had voices of our nation. In my lifetime, I could, I'm going to say two people, I don't mean public speakers. That's Gishmak, that's a Parnassah, thats and I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about voices that the G'daylin have seemed to have trusted to speak on behalf of Kal Yisrael. It's a very specific thing, a very specific z'chus. In my lifetime, the Nebiminsk Rebbe, the Rebbe seemed to have been the accepted spokesperson for Klysw. Thank you, John. was the accepted spokesperson Vaklaisel, the Novominska Rebbe, and it seemed to me he spoke on behalf of the Gedolim. I can't prove that. I didn't go around to ask the Gedolim, but it looks to me if we had somebody who was called the Reish Medabram B'chol Makam, his word was the accepted word on behalf of of the Naviminska Rebbe. It's a big zchus. He seems to have spoke for Klal Yisrael. Somebody give me another name in the last fifty years. I have another name. I should have done the other order because the other name is going to be harder for guys here to know. It's interesting. Reb Shach. Reb Shach was the Manig hader. Reb Shach was the Manig hader. I don't. I. I can't say that I. Expe- you might be right. He was the Manig, unquestionably. Like to me, he ran the generation. I can't say I heard him as the speaker for Klai Yisroel. The Reish Shemadavim. I didn't experience that, though you might be right. I wasn't at rallies in Eretz Yisroel. I didn't experience him as Reish M'davim. I don't know if I would call him that. I don't know. But for sure, the Manig and his word mattered. The Naivimenska, like when there was an issue in Klai Yisrael, you waited for the Naivimenska to speak up. Any big event in America, he, he had the word, and it seemed that the G'daylom put him up to speak. Yeah. I was saying, America, it's funny, Reb Shach, the stipler was for sure, a manig, a, the stipler was a big rabbi in Kleisel. The other one I'm thinking of is Reb Schwab. Is that fair? They wouldn't, they would, the guys here wouldn't know it as much because I think it was before their times. I saw Reb Schwab like that, that his word at any gathering of the G'daylam, they seemed to put him up. That's how I sort of Schwab. It's a very interesting z'chus. We're a very, our, our people, are ve- we're a very smart nation. We're a very smart nation, Klai Yisrael. I think we choose leaders very wisely. G'doyalim very wisely. And I think this shtel of Reish Hamid of the ones who represent us, that's a big z'chus. Like koladam adam zeichet, to speak. And to get the sense that the Gedolei are trusted, those are two people in my lifetime. I'm not disagreeing with Reb Shach. I'm not disagreeing that it could be. I didn't experience it in Eretz Yisrael, but Reb Shwab seemed to be there's a there's a of dvar of This person' words I listened to. The Gemara calls Reb Yehuda the Reish Hamidabrim B'Chol Makam. He's the spokesperson of Klaisov, the first speaker, he gets up. I would call Reb Schwab, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm only saying this, everything, there's an exactness to things. Not to take things light and just, I don't know, he's speaking, the Nebiminsk there's something there, The stuff. When Klaisov picks Manhigim, there's something there. There's worthy of study. I'm interested that the Gemara asks, why is Reb Yehuda Reish Shamed Abram the Gemara is even curious. I don't know. He always spoke. He's a good orator. The Gemara asks, "What's the story?" He became Reish Medabram. There's got to be a story here. And the Gemara asks, "The story." I think there's what to notice. To me, the Novominsk was Reish Shada B'Chol I think there's what to notice. I think I'm I almost should have tried with Rabbi Brownstein. I would have asked. I see that. Yeah, I should have done it. He, I, I think he heard yeah, already. <laughs> the kol, kol what? is no, the is that fair to say that in our lives, the Noviminska and Reb Schwab, the Gedolim had them? They were like the spokesperson on behalf of <laughs> it wasn't Really, a lie for Schwab. So. But Noviminska you saw that at the event of Gedolim Adar, he was a great speaker and, and expressed things and with passion. Okay. I'm not sure why I went there. I'm interested in the Gemara that things are that things matter, and the Gemara asks why is Reb Yehuda called the Reish Hashamedabrim Luchol Makrim? the first speaker Luchol Dover Bichol So the Gemara says the following story: the Yasvi Reb Yehuda, Reb Yisir, Reb Reb Yehuda, Reb Shimon was sitting, was sitting. The Yasvi Yudben ben Yud was sitting by them. I like exactness. Tyrus speaks exact. Whatever you talk, it's very important to speak precisely. Speech. We spoke about Rev. Huttner's Hakbada about exact speech. When people say things like unexact, there's a gullus to that. There's a hester to that. You know what guy says? I know it. I just can't explain it. Mm-mm. If you can't explain it, so then what you can't say means you don't know. And. It's so interesting, the diktok of the Gemara, the exactness of the Gemara, it says three people were sitting and, and, and the fourth one was sitting by them. Imagine we have a scene, four of us are sitting, so four of us are sitting there. The says three were sitting and one was by them. What is that, what is that depicting, Elio? I'll read the words that, again. It says mm-hmm. the Yasvi Yab Yehuda Vreb of Rabyhuddu Raby Surv Shim were sitting. Vyas Yudben Gayim Gabayu and Yudben Gayim was sitting by them. What's the depiction? I'm I'm a very visual learning. How did you picture that? Four people were sitting. Why would it say three were sitting and one was sitting by them? What's the picture the Gemara is depicting, Eliyahu?
1: It almost sounds like they're like the three main characters in like
0: Yeah, yeah. That he wasn't as big. It's possible, by the way, they all four sat. I don't know if you have to picture like they were sitting on one side of the table it was the other side of the table. The point is he wasn't as It would be inappropriate, the, the exactness of the Gemara, to say Rabbi Moshe and, and Joe were sitting together. Rabbi was sitting and Joe was by him. There's, there's a Derek Harris, It's a Ramesha. and Joe were sitting Tzazam. You don't say it that way. Ramesha was sitting and Joe was there. Just said There's an exactness. These were three Tanoim. Three great Tanoim. I'm sure this name is Ben-Gerim is mentioned in the Gemara. Yehuda Ben-Gerim. But it says he was sitting by them. I think the point is that he wasn't the stature they were. Fair Yo-Yo? So, I'm sorry? So what's the depiction that they were more kavu? Whether it says these three were sitting and he's sitting by them. I think the picture that he wasn't madrigasim. It was a lower madriga. Why speak that way? Because there's a precision to that. The four was sitting to zamenetz. It's, it's not how you talk. It's not. But it's not just not how you talk. It's not just not a It's it's depicting the scene. Ramesha was there and he was by Ramesha. Is that a fair? So says the Gemara. Pasach of Yehuda Amar, started the conversation, and Reb Yehuda said, um "How nice, How nice are the actions of this nation? Look at the actions. It's interesting. He doesn't say. He doesn't say their intentions. Their kavanais Says the Meisim, the Meisim of the Romans is so nice. Kamenay ma'aseh shalom azu. Tiknu shvakim, they make marketplaces. How's impressive Uma? They make marketplaces. Tiknu gesharim, they make bridges. Tiknu merchteis, they make places to wash to bathe. Kamenay ma'aseh, what of gavel to gavelt! What a beautiful world. He admired the world that they make. I don't like Bithel. I don't like Yerida Gemara. The world's a beautiful place. We had, a, we had this morning, there was a train and teaching guys had a run. So somebody saw it and said, ah, scam. Like, what? it's not true. There's big art. Elio was telling me that he last year took lessons from the, the running. There's ways to do this. It. a beautiful world. And there's all something you don't understand. Don't be mefatal. And he teaches wonderful tricks. Eliyot described that he taught him how to land on his feet and it helped his breathing, which helped him run further. He had a whole like chap in running, which helped him run much further. There's chachma out there and there's a way to do things. I, I respect the guy who like takes tennis lessons. There's a way to do things. And there's chachma, there's tremendous chachma and each thing has reasons and things that it's about. And it's interesting, Rabbi Yehuda gets up and he says, I'm impressed by the maisem. He's not the Mivato, eh? He's I'm impressed by the Maisim. Tiknu They make such nice marketplaces. Beautiful. You see the marketplaces, the commerce that exists. Wow. Tiknu Gesharim, you watch a bridge, the Chachma inherent, and building a bridge. Now we have capacity to get to places before we couldn't reach. The bathhouses, the so wow. And he expressed amazement at the buildings of the Ro- the buildings, the accomplishments of the Romans. Rabbi Yisic Shasak, Rabbi Yaisi heard this and was quiet. We're not taught. Was he quiet because he was masking? Was he quiet because he didn't want to argue? Rabbi Yaisi Shasak, Rabbi Yisic was quiet to this statement. Naanu Reb responds. He doesn't take it sitting down. Rushimbra Yachai responds back to Rabbi Hudva Omar, Tiklitzarek Atzman. They did it for their own needs. Tiknu you know why they made marketplaces? Laisha ben Zainus. You know they didn't make marketplaces so we could eat, they did it for znus. Merkzai's bathhouses Laadin ben for idun for pleasures. Gisharim bridges, little me a meches, to take taxes. Now I have a cash, say. Rabbi Yehuda was nishtaimimim from the actions of the Romans. And Rabbi Yechai said they didn't do it lishma. I ask you if somebody, if somebody gives you something, if a waiter serves you, you're in a restaurant and a waiter serves you, do, do you owe a to him, yo, yo? You owe gratitude, thousand percent, thousand percent. He served you a meal. Did he do it altruistically, or he did it to make some money? Money. Kivale. So do you say if anybody would say, "Well, look at this waiter. He did such a nice job. He served me." David, a waiter serves you. You owe gratitude, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Do you ever say he just did it for himself? He did me service. My job is gratitude. Do you ever, if you start like saying, well, his only motive, he gave you good. You owe gratitude. Isn't that how it works? The Rishash says, when the Kehanim bench us, coming Shavuos, we're going to get benched by the Kehanim. So what's Minna Klai? So you say, Asha You bench them. Why? You have gratitude. Does, imagine somebody says he just did it because he was Mokoyev. Then are to bench us. The Rashash brings this Raya. The owe gratitude. L'may did it to you. Yisrael. He did me a taiva. He did me a taiva, and I got good. My job is to be gratitude for the goodness he gave me. Do you start saying they did it for themselves? So what have Yavshim bar Yechai mean? Reb Yehuda says, wow, they did such nice things. She says, they only did it for themselves. Azvaz. Was Rabbi Yehuda saying they did it l'shem <laughs> shemayim? They did it completely altruistically? What's Hashem ben Yechai's tie in the back? They only did it for themselves. Why do you say this discussion is naftali? What's this back and forth? Rabbi Yehuda says, <laughs> their actions are wonderful. And Hashem ben Yechai responds that they only did it for themselves. So? And we don't have gratitude, but Abel myself Abel Fars. They only did it for themselves. Rabbi Yehuda seemed to be right. There's a Chayvah Salvavah who speaks out that when you get our Tava from people, the Chayvah Salvavah, I have to show inside, he talks about what we do with the Machshavahs, the different Machshavahs of people, where that comes in. If I'm not mistaken, I have to see it inside. Our Achrayas is to say he gave me good, I have gratitude. What do you say, Ali? What's her Shib and your chai is tied in the back? Is that how it works in gratitude? I grew up, my father was always like waiters, tremendously appreciative of the waiters. So get cynical and he's only he's not doing it because he wants to help you. I would tell my father, what do you mean he served us? I, my job's not to like get into his brain, his only I don't know people's motives. He gave me good. That's my job. What do you say to this doobie? Let's, let's understand, we're learning a Gemara. Let's, I want to learn with you. Daniel, I want to learn with you. What's happening? Teach me. I'm open. Yosef, what do you think? What's Pshat Arie? What's this discussion? Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yehuda's neshtoimim kamen noam aseim, mm-hmm. and Rishim by Yechai says back, they did it with Tzayach Atzman. You huh? You so Aryeh says that, Risham, that Rishim and Yechai had an incentive. He didn't want to see good in Risham. They were Risham. So, if it's somebody does you good, B'sayd, and I want to, on the derech of Aryeh, I want to ask another question. Rav Shimon ben Yechai says, let's read carefully his words. And, this, and Luchayra might point to what Aryeh said. Rabbi Yehuda praises the Romans. He says, look, they made marketplaces, they made bridges, they made bathhouses. Geshmak. Geshmak. They did it for themselves. And watch this, yo yo. Did it for themselves. Tick new marketplaces. What should he have said? For their own shopping. He should have said, because they like your filter fish. They didn't do it so I should have your filter fish. They made a shop because they like your filter fish. They just made marketplaces selfishly. They don't do it so we have good stuff. They like good stuff. It's not what he said. He said they did it to have Zainus there. Zainus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you need that? The point is selfishly. They made marketplaces because they like good food. So of course you make marketplaces, you like good food. Now you could tainer, so why don't they just take good food? But of course, it's gishmak to have marketplaces they could visit. It's much more tempting to have a, You could make a restaurant unless you'd say, kloppe them, it's not a restaurant. If I asked, if Reb Yudas said he made a restaurant, look how me he said, he just made a restaurant because he wants to eat in his restaurant, he doesn't need a restaurant. Why did, why did he say this is a better one? Bridges, this, this brings it home more even. Bridges, They did it for themselves, why? What should he have said? Bridges, he should have said, because they want to get to the other side, they're not doing it for me. Bridges, because they wanted to always be able to cross from New York to New Jersey. That's not what he says. He says they made bridges because they want to collect taxes. M'chayri doesn't mean a tax that's legal, that's just to pay for the bridge. You don't make to tech t- t- taxes, they wanna illicitly have ways to rob my money. why do he say that? Why didn't he say if he's trying to if he's trying to review who does impress? They make bridges. Wow. So say they make bridges selfish because they just want it's not don't be so impressed. It's funny, he started they did it with Syrich Atzman. So you should say with Syrich Hatsman is they make bridges because they're selfishly wanna wanna go over. Somebody says they just want to take our money. Even when he says bathhouses, he should say because they want to wash. He says la adin is <laughs> he talking about to wash, to wash up, to get clean because they want to be clean. This word then sounds like some luxury, some extras, something unusual, something made perhaps even pretzel stick. What does he need that? bathhouses houses, they did it, so they should wash. They didn't do it for me. Reb Shemar Yechai, I don't think, is saying they weren't lishma. I don't think that's pshah. I'm not trying to force it. If that's what he's saying, I'm trying to learn with you, Yosef. It doesn't look to me that he's just saying they weren't Lashma, even though he started that way. He says they did it with Tzarech Atzman, but then he's meirich then he's on it. He he, he, does, he says it first. Whatever they did, they did selfishly. Okay, I get it. So they have stores, commerce, selfishly because they just want they just want to buy and sell stuff. They have bridges because they just want to cross They're not trying to help somebody else. They have bathhouses because they want to wash up. Wouldn't that be the thing to say, Rabbi Kima? That's not what he says. Each thing, he turns it, at least by the first one, Clary turns it to Isurim. He says they want Znus, they want Zainos. On the second one, on the second one he says, bridges to take mechas. Now it could be legal mechas. taxes could be legal amounts, but you don't make a bridge just to pay for the bridge, a normal tax. Obviously he's saying that they want to steal extra money that they shouldn't be getting. So he, he turned all that they did, they did for evil intention. Now I admit, the one on bathhouse, he says, Idun, I'm assuming he means illicit things, because simple bathhouse are to wash up. So he said, Idun, he means illicit stuff. They wanted to do bad things. L'choyer, <laughs> what's happening here in Aftali, is Hashem ben Yechai is saying, you don't have, if somebody's trying, a Abachar asks me, yeshiva, he asked me that his principal threw him out of his yeshiva, and because of that, he ended up in Waterbury. He asked me, do I owe him gratitude? Do I have to call him up and thank him? Should I feel gratitude? He gave, did a good zahf with me. So I said, do you think he was intending for your goodness when he threw you out? If he was caring about your goodness, so you said, oh, gratitude, he cared about you. Or do you feel it was me this If It was me this race. But it punked it through his bad me. This turned out. Do we owe gratitude to Haman? Haman tried to make Xerov clear, cause Klaiyos will Are we high of gratitude to Haman? Of course not. He's a Russia. We don't have gratitude to Haman, an evil person. I David, I have walked the street, and a guy will scream out like, "You stinking Jew!" And I I try. A, a guy says that to me, so I try to have more pride in being a yid. I see Hashem's telling because Hashem if a guy curses, Hashem wanted me to hear that. So you have to try to be more careful. He's saying you're thank you for reminding me. Do I owe him gratitude? The person, I don't owe any gratitude. Why not? I he helped me because he wasn't intending. Now, if I get goodness, I don't care if you're intending parav. I don't care if your motive was Shalilishma, but if you were trying to hurt me, I don't know gratitude. That's 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 what I think. right. What? Mitzriam, so it's interesting. The tire says <laughs> to, <laughs> the tira, he's asking that it says like society Donate a mitz because you oh. live by him. Oh. The answer is the hosting use. That I don't subscribe reasons. They were hosting me. I don't care what their motive is. But, but, but that was. But then they wanted to. Well, oh, yeah, they and, did, but there was a tkufa that they hosted me. They hosted me. When somebody is good to me, I don't say it wasn't lishma. The the guy Baris serves us. I think somebody's silly not to have gratitude. Don't analyze, well, he's only serving because he needs... Par- I don't know. First, I don't know. People are deep. They have many motives. Part of him wants to give. We all have different parts, different aspects. It's not my to dan why your guy gives to me. But if somebody's trying to hurt me and Hashem chashva so then there's no gratitude. It's, it's interesting. Yeseva Tzadik says to the brothers, the brothers are worried Yosef going to be mad at them. So he said, Hashem wanted this. Does no. Yosef Sadiq have gratitude to his brothers for selling him? No. Oh, I'm so great. I don't think there's a chorus You try to hurt me. The terror it says that I won't be upset at you. I know Hashem runs the world. I have gratitude. If somebody's intending bad. There's no gratitude. It looks like by Yechai is saying here that they're bad. they're bad motives. Hmm. What? I can't hear it? in 10-10. Okay, there, there was Kinnah, whatever. There was, some, there was something there. That Chazal teaches us there was an Ikudah of that. But the Ketzer is, if your intention is Ra, so then is... Naftali, is that true? Yeah, what well, we... Mm-hmm. It sounds like a warm the cycle, but you hear the scene on the cycle it shouldn't be saying on
1: the bridge. It's a mishak on the bridge. the
2: so people
1: we
0: weren't saying that with regard. I'm just saying it was nice mason nice, that they did. Shimon saying, no, it wasn't. A mason
1: nice was just
0: mason. Like so wow, that's fast that Raphaelli's saying. What are you saying? Naftali said, and it, it, it's it, he's saying deeper than what mm-hmm. I'm saying. See, I'm saying if their intentions were bad, so then there's no gratitude. Mm-hmm. Naftali said like this, if you make me a bridge and you were trying to make a bridge, what were you doing? with building bridges. So then I owe you gratitude. You're building bridges. Let's say you were building a place to steal our money. That's what you were making. A bridge was the Hechatimsa to make that. Then I can't be mockative that you build bridges. You were building a place. You had a place. Let's get people there. If you have a chap to get people there so we could steal their money, so they did build bridges. You weren't building bridges, you were building a place. And that's what Naftali said. Naftali said that the machshava defines what they were trying to make. If they made marketplaces and they were thinking about commerce, the territories has to be lishma. even your shalay lishma, you made a place of commerce, thank you. You don't understand, they were making a place of znos. That's what they were building. That's what they were intending to build. A chap to make a place was nurses. You have to have people selling as a chap to do it. <laughs> I once had a miser. I once had a miser. A Bakr and Yeshiva was hanging out with an old he was visiting an old a non... a guy and. I'm very, Goyim, you have to respect, so Mishnah, I'm not into anything. The Mishnah says a Goyim, Chaviv and Adam, Goyim are precious. Be nice, they're precious. Selim Elohim. This guy was visiting an old Goyish lady in the community, and I felt something bad. And it wasn't long between he was hanging with her granddaughter. Doing Do you say he was, not Tzadik, he's visiting an old person. He wasn't visiting an old person, he was looking for an excuse. He was looking for he was looking for FKs. He was going the for F-K-R-S. Says Naftali the there, they weren't building bridges. If they're building bridges, They want bridges to cross the Isaac and bridges. If it's a hechatimsa for something bad, that's what they're doing. They're not building bridges, they're building a place to steal. That's what Naftali says the oimik is the depth of what's happening. What do you say are you, it's funny he starts out the words Naftali, Look, he says, But he means for other tsrachim. Let's say that Tsarik atman was Taka Bridge. Oh, like, Tilitzarech Atzman means there was something about it. it doesn't mean selfishly. Litzarech Atzman means. The bridge itself was. It might be what he means. It's interesting. Reb Yehuda said they built bridges and we get from it. Reb Shem Yechai wasn't just saying. This is for sure. We can debate, and I like Naftali's lambdas. He doesn't just say they didn't do it altruistically. That's not, and he doesn't, if you follow the Gemara, it's not what Hashem ben Yechai said. He didn't, and he doesn't need to elaborate so much. He did it selfishly, stop. You don't need to explain to me. Somebody says, oh my goodness, the guy serves such good wood, he did it for himself. You don't need to explain selfish. Selfish, because they make money. I don't know, they, it, was a good, it was good for them. He doesn't need to be Why, What? how it's selfish. They made bridges. He did it selfishly. Let me explain to take taxes. What do he have to give me? The Hezber. Uh-huh. Selfishly. According to this, they weren't trying to build bridges for people. There was, a, there, was a, there, was a, there was a negative connotation in what they did. I like how you're explaining, Naftali. If the negative connotations, see, weren't, they weren't thinking about bridges. They were thinking about taking our money. So there's no gratitude. Look at the common Noam Masayim. far from here. You see if it's not the Shema, you don't have Would that be a mistake? I think it would night? be a mistake. See, could you draw from here that if somebody's not L'Shem Shemayim, there's no Akar I would draw that you see there is Akar from here. Because because he had to speak out the ill will. Yeah. Without the ill will, there would have been a uh-huh. I'm not trying to force. I'm trying to learn Torah. your is is coming perhaps tomorrow? Certainly, the day that we celebrate Shabbat Yom I don't know, Rabbi Say. This is very important, and I gave all of us. It bothers me to no end. I could tell you with my kids in Yeshiva. It bothers me to no end if a bacher doesn't throw away his plate after lunch. It bothers me. It bothers me. To me, if I was looking for a shiruch, I'd want to pick out the guy who takes his plate after lunch. I, be, I, I, I can pick out here, I would pick out guys, I guarantee usually, when they, you know why? Like, there's a certain gratitude to the worker, and he's cleaning up. You say, once he's cleaning up, it's harder. Every extra plate, things fall out when he busses. I think there's a gratitude, there's a certain. Don't tell me you, you have gratitude to the guy serving it, and, and, and you're not helping. If you, the gratitude should mean let me assist a little bit. Let me, if I see the worker working. A, a healthy guy helps out a little bit. You, you get the other side, you, you, you assist You have real gratitude. So Teret says, David, what would you say? If I said we should have gratitude to Alan, where anybody helps in the kitchen, say back to me, Kayla, she just does it because he needs a paycheck. I don't, good. so who can I don't assist. Um, by the way, even those motives, people are complex. Maybe he has an aspect of lishma, I don't even know if Shirembar Yechai would say that. You don't know. Why isn't, by the way, even in the Romans, I, I'm asking a question, and this is where I want to get to what Aryeh said. What's happening here? If Shirembar Yechai says, they didn't do it, they do it for themselves. Why can't it be a guy did it lishem Shemayim? Maybe people are, they have a spark, they have a them Eloi Kim. Every time you say he did it for himself, you know, partly he did it because he wants to do good things. People have a ratzine. People have a ratzine to do good things. I don't say that's their whole focus. People have an inner ratzine. I have to tell you a story. I have to tell you a very, very important story that happened in Kfar Hasidim. Very imp- This Gemara is very important, Gemara. This discussion, rev Yehuda, who praises their action, Shreve Yechai says they did it for themselves, Akiva. There's a very important discussion. Great to see you, Maish. Welcome home, Maish. There's a very important discussion. A very, very important discussion happened in Kfar Hasidim. In Kfar Chassidim once, the great rev El Yalapian came to Yeshiva, and this was... Crazy, uncharacteristic. I believe there's a true story. And the middle of Seder, everybody was learning. It's not so Pushit to interrupt Seder. People are middle of learning tire not Pasha. Pasha at all. Bitl, tire People are learning Taira. Kfar Chasideh, the base Medrash was blazing. People were handling learning. And in a shack, bang, got in The middle of Seder. It didn't happen. It was like very in the middle of Seder. The great Sadik. Revel Yulapian, David, bang! I got quiet. Elio, Ruvinyana, you what happened? The middle of Said, Could you imagine? Revel in the middle of saying The middle of Sede, clap. People are and tired. Ruvinyana and his oh, the others, big, big guns. are learning tyra. and Revel Yulapian, comes in and he disrupts. And said, "What? He makes and he says as follows: I told you this mice. It's a beautiful maseh. Ashenah mice. Revelle Lapian interrupted, understand, <coughs> Myshall, Revelle Bittel Tiris, Talmud Tire, Keneget Kulam, the Yushalmi says Bittel Tiris Keneget Kulam. From the worst, Averis, Mvatl, people are middle of Tyre, and Mvatl. Clearly, he had a lesson that he felt was not Bittel that he has to teach. And he got quiet and he said to the Chevra that I was walking to Yeshiva and I saw two men fixing the road. They were working, they were shvitzing in the hot, blazing sun, and they were fixing the road. And he asked two men to explain what they're doing. He's a curious. Bali Musa were very, very worldly. The opposite of the Bittal, the opposite of somebody said, it's a scam. No, no, they're doing stuff. Curious. Bali Musa were very, they studied the world. They were interested in Hashem's world. So he asked the two guys who were fixing. He stopped one, and he said, "Reb like Simpo, what are you doing?" He was curious, like what's going on. One guy, like, I need like leave me alone. I have to work, and Oh, so, you know, I do what I'm told. Like, like, like bug off, Reb Yid. That's what one guy said. The other guy said to Reb Lapian that I that. That he said, did you ever try to wheel a a baby stroller over like a dirt? Did My wife and I have gone on hikes, and we brought Mm -hmm. kids to different places. You ever try to wheel a stroller like through sand? It's like frustrating. It's like a labor. Just Mm -hmm. like you're like pushing this thing, and you try to pull. It's always better to pull than push. The push. Mamish doesn't work. You go to the other side and you're pulling it. You, you're like dragging it through. Just visualize that scene. It's so annoying and frustrating. So the Yid like visualize the scene of a, of a mama pushing her precious child. And he said, I make a road and I'm making a nice neat road. She could wheel her child comfortably down the street. Wow. That's, what the, that's what this Yid told the value la the Revele Lapian was and He said, Two people are busting it in the heat. And one guy's thinking about Chesed. Of course, he wants Parnassa. I promise he wants Parnassa. But we're humans also. We also want to do it. We have many ways we can make Parnassa. Mm-hmm. And the Yid felt good that he makes roads for people and people can get by, Yishmak. And another guy wasn't thinking about that. And Revele Lapian said, Two guys doing the exact same thing, but one is like, he has a machshava taiv, he has a good machshava to help people. He has a good machshava to help people. And he said they're doing the exact same pula and it's like a different world because of machshava taivah. The power of a good thought. And he interrupted saying he had come to Yeshiva, and he wanted the chever, you're all learning, you're doing a lot of good stuff. A good machshava. a good thought. Mahshab, the power of a good thought, of a sincere thought, the beautiful power of a sincere thought, the gorgeous power of a sincere thought. A Becher told me, a Becher was complaining that he's not davening well enough. I said, stop, pause for a second. I said, do you want to daven better? He said, so badly. I said, you know how beautiful that is? Sincere thought, like, dude, do you, you have like stop? Boy. I was like, that's such a good point. I want to go. Like he walked away with live with that, take that, dance with that, hug that a little bit. Yes, Mayor. Is there,
1: you spoke about this earlier at another muster?
3: Is there, a, is there really
1: a person who wants something so badly and he will do everything in his power to, to get that done? Like, is there a person who Some
0: people, if they're cynical about good thoughts, if you're cynical about it and you don't care about it, you won't live with it. So, There's so, an art to appreciating a good thought and being happy. Oh, I discovered my rutsen. Then people could start, like, building towards their rutsen, figure out what's blocking me from my rutsen. But if in a world of cynicism, <laughs> you want... One day, mayor, your children, even in times of mistakes, are going to express profound want for good things. Celebrate it. When we're cynical, say, you always say that. We crush a good thought. There's a value to a good thought. There's a value to Ratzin. Train them that you're getting in touch. Wow, that's so cool. It's cool to discover Ratzin. Revelli Lapyan interrupted Seder to describe this human being who has a good machshavah, they're both schwitzing in the sun. It's a beautiful story, and he felt that they all should know the value. Look, Bavi Ray with the right machshave. These Two guys are both killing them. So so sad. The nice machshavah with a nice machshavah. Nice I could tell you, Mayor. We could be busy. I have sometimes pressure to make calls, to return calls. The phone. I've been very weak with my phone the last few months. It's. I feel like I have to be present. I can't always. I grapple how much I should put into my phone. The last couple of months, I've been very weak with my phone. And, Mayor, even times you return, because you could do work, busy work, where you could do work, an opportunity. Ches said for the Zulas, you could be present when you do things. Rev. Lapian felt like one guy was so present. He was building roads, such a beautiful activity. He was present to the activity he was doing. Rabbi Yehuda said they built bathhouses. And of course, by the way, Rabbi Shirei Yechai wouldn't say, if they built bathhouses, Narvas, how how present were they to the pu'ula? I don't know if he would rate that. And of course, the more present you are to it, the better. In terms of gratitude, if somebody is your waiter, I assume, I have a right, I'm, I'm not allowed to argue, Rabbi said, I have no right to, I'm trying to study Rabbi Shirei Yechai. My Rai, is not saying, he's not just saying they didn't do Lushem shemaim. as he spoke too much out. He just said it, they did it selfishly. So then bathhouses, they wanted to wash. Just saying, we know what selfish is. He turned it into negative. He said bridges to take meches. They weren't building bridges. You saw bridges being built. They weren't building bridges. They were stealing your money. They weren't make if they were making bathhouses and they were trying to wash themselves. to say this, so within that shallay lishma, you could be Lishma also. They were trying to do idun. They were trying to they were thinking about Averis and uh, they were thinking about crazy Averis that go on there. When they when they were making marketplaces, they were thinking about Zionists, they weren't busy with marketplaces, bechlau, like like worded it. Halach Yude Ben fascinating conversation, a fascinating, fascinating conversation. Tremendous lesson, by the way. The takeaway for me, I wouldn't take away in gratitude, I would, that we don't owe somebody gratitude if they don't do it L'shem Shemayim. I would take away that if you're building a bridge, focus on building a bridge. Wow. And ask yourself, am I building bridges or am I taking taxes? If you're building a bridge, do build a bridge. A guy in camps a counselor, be a counselor. You're refing a game, do ref the game. But to me, you're I'm doing it so the kids have the best. Time. But at least I was hired to ref a game. So it's such a good zach to ref games. You're doing it for your paycheck. Say that if you make 50 cents, it's still money. But ref the game, Khutch. Like, you took on a mission to ref games. Be a good ref. Ref the game. Ref the game. But, Mamish, ref the game but without other agendas. I feel that you're being paid to ref the game. And you say, maybe I want the money. Say, but say, I want the money for what? To ref the game. That's what I say building bridges. You, you did it with Shame Shemin. You wanted to be paid. But to pay to what? To build bridges. So build, so then be a big br- be a bridge builder. I'm not talking about how much lishma, how much you thought about the guy. You, you're made to hire roads. Let me be a road builder. Let me smack, zone in. I make, what's a road? A road's that thing that makes the lady car- doing the carriage go easier. And I'm busy making it sure she has such a good... Reveille Lapian was Nishtayimim from the road builder who was busy building roads and focused on such. Comes Yehuda ben Gerim and Yehuda ben Gerim went... The secret of he said over the story. It's interesting, not everything you hear you're supposed to say over. He said over Nishma Lomalchus and it got back to the government. Amru, the government, said where it got back, I don't think Yudh ben did it on purpose, but secret of this private conversation, he was Mefarsim, he publicized this private conversation. The Malchus heard about it. Amru, the Malchus said as follows Yehuda Sha'ilah, Yehuda that praised us, Allah. We'll have an Eloi. We're going to give him a raise. We're going to give him an, That's why he was called the Reish Amdabram. They made him whenever Yidin he gather. he's speaking. He had good things to say about us. He praised us. We're raising his statue. We're going to make him big amongst the Yidin. Yaisi Shashasak, Yaisi was quiet. Yigla, Lutzi Pairi, goes to Tzipairi. I have a funny kasha, this, oh, this bothers me, I don't know pshat. He was quiet to Reb Yehuda. See, if he was quiet after Reb Shireb ripped them, it's funny, in the order of the story, it says Rabbi Yehuda speaks and praises them, Rabbi was was shasak, and Reb Shireb spoke up and ripped. What was the problem with his shtika? He was quiet to Reb Shirba it says that he was quiet. He's going to Gallus The way the words, he was quiet is after Reb Yehuda spoke. It's funny that quiet is not so. He didn't then. Quiet is excellent. Reb Yehuda praises and Reb Yosi was shasak. Does that he almost left, like in between uh,
1: first and second time? Reb and
0: then whoever was there left before he got to see the reaction of because otherwise he'd be the same as Reb Shemar He agrees with the thing he's saying. How no, he Reb stuck to his guns. Let's assume. That's assume. what I can't figure out. The order is I'm confused on this. Reb Yehuda praises the Romans. Reb Yehesi Shasak Roshim Yechai argued. Was Reb Shasak to It's unclear who was Shnika was to. They're not mad He was to Reb Yehuda, but they send him to Golos. You were quiet, you got a gallus, you didn't defend us. There was somebody ripping, but it's funny, it says the shasak before Rabbi Shimon Yechai speaks. The problem with the shtik is Rabbi Shimon Yechai blasted the government, said that Rishon and Rabbi Yisi Shasak. And it's funny in the story, it says Rabbi Yehuda praises, Rabbi Yisi was quiet, Rabbi Shimon So. Tamashka stika he, was, he, dis, he with him. He yeah. Says Rabbi Barnett and this the Gemara Kamal Khafalev says another we're used to in Shah Kaida. There's another type of shteka. The Gemara says Ashkukuh Ashkuhbei. When you say something foolish, you could be shai also. Like it's There's a Shtika where you're just saying stupid. Cesar Barnett, the Shtika here was that type of Shtika. Al-Karchach, they sent him into Gallus. It wasn't the mm-hmm. Shtika of like Shtika kaida. Shtika kai-da so he was maskim. Rabbi Yehuda praised. Rabbi Yehuda was quiet, he was maskim. The Shtika was a Shtika, and they knew that, of a of like, like, really? <laughs> that was the Shtika that they observed. And the Shtika was the problem. And the Shtika to Rabbi Yehuda. <laughs> Isn't that saying you agree to the Rishim why is, he, why is he better off the than he, At least he didn't say it. That was that too better? bad. They were happy. Chachi didn't want it. <laughs> Chachi didn't say it. That's you have to learn. There were two responses to Rebbe This wasn't a shtika of shtika kaidah. they wouldn't have attacked him. Excellent. It was a shtika and very clearly of rolling your eyes, shtika. Please. That that was the shtika. Rebbe Shasak, his response, not a not it, it if it was a shtika kaidah, it wouldn't report. Rab was Shasak, Rab Yechai he spoke up. Rab Shtika also was not the Shtika type of Shtika, otherwise they went to punish him. So Rab disagreed with the role of the eye. That was the Shtika. And Rab Shumben speaks up and knocks them. So they say, Yehudu complimented us, we'll make him the Reish Amidabram. Rab Yaisi was Shasak Yigla Lazipiri, he's going to Golos. You're quiet and mock us. You didn't speak out, Chach, but he goes to Galas. Shimon who put us down, Yeharug, he's going, we're going to kill him. They decide that they're going to kill him ben Yechei, for being Meganeh, for putting down the Romans and saying that their interests are negative things. We're going to kill him for speaking out against the Malchus. We're going to kill him. Azal Hu brei. Him and his son went, Tashu Be Majdrasha, and they hid in the base Medrash. They went to the base Medrash to hide from the Romans, because they were looking to kill him. to be Sayu. every single day his wife would bring him ripsa, bread, vikuza de and a measurement of water, would bring for him and his son. Very interesting that it says he went to hide with his son. His son's life wasn't threatened. Very interesting. It says and Shagina Tashu Bemidrasha. He brought his son to hide with him. His son wasn't threatened, he was threatened. But he brought his son to hide with him. And every day the wife would bring bread and a measurement of water, Vikarchi, and some leek, a vegetable. She would bring every day to feed them in the base mesh. They didn't go home. The Romans were looking for them. Kitakif Xerasa, the Xerra got starker. Things got more dangerous. Uh, Amr Le Reb of who's hiding in the base of the son said, "Nashim daitan A lady's mind is callous. A lady's mind is callous. Dilma Mitzarila, they may cause her pain and she'll reveal where we're hidden. Fascinates me what that means, Daitam Kalais of Nashim. What does that mean? Ladies are very intelligent. Ladies could do many tasks at once and balance many things. Men are built that they focus on one thing. I'm amazed how many things my wife could do at once. I wonder, he says, since they're daitam Kalis they might reveal where we're hidden. I picture, I don't know I'm right, ladies are very smart. They have Bina yisera. What is he saying? Daitam Kalis? And she might reveal, if they paint her, where we're hidden. A man, I could picture a man, I'm not telling. Boom. And he doesn't think about anything else. They could torture him, kill him, and he'll die not telling. Ladies have many cheshvaynas. She's doing many things at once. If they're torturing her and they threaten, we'll kill your whole city. She's like, oh my goodness, this, that, they cheshvaynas more things. So in the torture, it's possible she'll say, she'll have more chesh minus on her mind. And he says, we better hide in a different place, because if they torture us, she might say where we are hiding. They hid in a cave. They moved to a cave. So it says they hid twice. They first hid in the base medrash, then they hid in a cave. I suspect in the Bar Yochai's song, We sing the famous stanza that we love in Yeshiva. You dwelled in a very nice place. You dwelt, my Oh, did you dwell in a nice place? nasta The day you were nas, the day you ran away. What's that double ushnel yo? Nasta and barachta Means the same thing. To be nas is to run away. To be barach is to run away. What's the difference between nas and barak? No, barak somebody who said that? Barak, somebody's chasing you. To be nas, you run away. Nobody's chasing you. Barach is, is a chaser. You could run because it's dangerous, a dangerous place. So you run. Barachta, somebody's chasing. It says, Nas, nasta, Yaymashah barachta, is first you were nas. That's when they win the base match. Yaymashah barachta is when things got much tougher. The Xaira was much harsher. They were coming door to door. You proceed, they were mamish on your tail. That's Yaimasha barachta. And that day you went to the Marasurim. So they now hide there. Okay, I want to continue with the story, but I want to pause. I do want, I want that we have two guys that are going to share. We do have two chevr that are going to share of The hour is getting late. Believe not that we have a whole, we have a whole day tomorrow to continue the story. I do want to ask, we have two chevr. We will continue to study this incredible story of Hashem Bar Yochai. We have two chevr that are going to share on of today. The two guys are Dubi and Aryeh, did I get that right? So Aryeh, if you can come forward. Come Aryeh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, I wanna say how much Aryeh has added in Yeshiva and I want to say that his comfortability, is, I think it comes from a tremendous humility. It's very hard to come to yeshiva new. No, it's very, very difficult. And especially an older guy, Claire, that I learn here? Was I here? And the comfortable way he's been here, to come back, I think, speaks a lot about his humility. I think the shirish is humility that he's humble, it's always about others, always there to celebrate others, to encourage others. He's just tremendously humble. It's, we speak, the Aaron Kaidish wasn't Typhus Makam. It says the Aaron Kaidish didn't take up space in the Kaidish Kadashim. There are people that are like the Kaidish, Kaidish. they're not Typhus Makam. You know that person that you're always stepping on their toes? Aye's and no-toes people, such a nice, kind, Caring person who's just about the other person, celebrating, encouraging—a tremendous, tremendous sweetness and kindness. There's a chen, L'anav chen, He has a tremendous chen. He's added a tremendous amount. martra being a mask it's been a tremendous chos to have We feel lucky. Huh? <laughs> Talking about one Arye and another Rev comes in. <laughs> has to be Ashkocha. We're studying a sugi of HaKoros and Rev. Weiss comes into yeshiva in the middle of a sugi of HaKoros the gratitude that all of us owe and feel. All of, I could say what I feel, the gratitude to somebody who cares so much about yeshiva and is so there to help us all in so many ways. Thank you Rev. for all that you do for us all. Thank you. I'm gonna ask Aya I introduced Arya. I know we're calling up people to introduce the speaker. I do wanna we are a little time pressured today, so without further ado we'll hear from Arye Kohn. Um
2: so I, I I learned this Mishnah. I didn't see my what I, what I asked anywhere, so I'm just saying what I what I what I thought and I have to cover think what I said. All right, so Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Son of Ishkfarably um He's the the person of the leader of this place, Kfar Bali says <coughs> if someone learns from, from katanim, small like young youngsters, small people, Lamahudema, um, what is he to what is he compared? It he says <laughs> He's compared to someone who eats unripe grapes and uh, drinks wine from the wine press, meaning that he drinks that the the grapes weren't ripe yet and he drinks wine that's not ready yet, which is not good yet. And then it says someone who learns from from elders from Zekeinim. What's he compared to? Says, he's compared to someone who eats ripe grapes and drinks uh, uh aged wine. Meaning that, that he's so he sounds like he's uh the, the Mishnah saying that he's praising someone who who learns from from Zik-Hainim and and he's kinda of saying that if you learn from Titanim, there's something there's something wrong with it. But so it's like it's, it's uh it's like unripe grapes and drinks wine from the wine press it means it's not ready yet. So he's saying like it's not it's not good to, to learn from youngsters. So I was just thinking that I had I this pasha, like we we learned like in the, in the first mission uh, of the fourth hour. Alright. We, we like we always hear this who's uh, who's a Chacham? It says a lemon we call them, so I'm gonna learn from everyone, so I'm saying, I, so then I felt like, what's a halim Maybe it's maybe I have that wrong. Like halim means like not everyone, only from big people. Like what what's halim So I saw in like the Rav and Barthenuah, it says it says like halim means like a filo katanam even like people smaller than them. And like it's, he's straight up saying that halim really means you learn from everyone. Like so, what's our mission of saying that that you if you learn from from young people from from young people smaller people, then that it's it's not it's not good, right? And it's only good to learn from elders, right? So even in the, there's a, Rebbe argues with him, with this, with, the, with our Tana, and says that, don't, don't judge by the, by the bottle, just just check up, judge what's in it. And he, he says it could be like a, a new bottle with old wine, and a wine, uh, old bottle with, with uh, new wine. So it sounds like he's, he's saying don't judge, but he, he sounds like he's even, he's saying also that there could be people you shouldn't learn from. It could be like an uh, old, like a like someone who looks good but but it, but it's like it's, it's he's really new wine meaning that there's there still is even according to Rebbe, who who argues it sounds like there are still people you shouldn't learn from so what's what's our mission of saying why is that? how why is he arguing what it seemingly to me it sounded like he was arguing with the mission that you can learn from everyone um so I was thinking uh, i'm not sure I just thought of this, this shot and I looked around and didn't really see anywhere but the question or the answer but so um, I was saying that our Mishnah over here seems to be like, like talking about like when, you, when you're learning Torah, like it's saying, a like, like a person who learns as a child, what's he, what's he compared to? Then it says like, what person who learns as a Zaken, what's he, what's he compared to? And it says all different stuff. Then the Mishnah says our thing. So I was thinking that the Mishnah's probably maybe it's saying like, uh, it's giving advice, like who, who you should learn, like you learn Torah, who should be like your main like Rebbe? So it says that, someone who learns from katanim. He says, "La'achal n'avim case, right?" It's saying that you, uh, if your like your main rabbi is like a young person, it's like you're eating unripe grapes and drink wine. So uh, the the says over there that the reason why what why is it saying this comparison? What is this like unripe grapes and and uh, wine that's not ready yet? It seems like it's saying that the the if you're learning from a youngster, like it's like the, his all his questions are not like settled yet. He didn't like fully learn it. It's not not everything's clarified. It's not like fully him yet. He didn't like fully fully um. Fully get like the whole thing, so he's not really giving you over; he's just giving you something that's like half big. It's not; doesn't. It's not fully him yet. But then he says, "If you learn from Zakanim it's like it's like uh, ripe, ripe grapes and and an old wine." I mean, this guy, he this this, this that you're learning from is he fully went through it? Fully went through him? All the questions? He had all the questions? He had all the answers? Like he, he see how it fit fit with him? How he holds everything? And then then now you can learn from him because that's like that's fully his, what he's telling you is fully developed. He fully went through everything he said. And the rebbe who who argues him, he doesn't. He's not like arguing and saying that you, uh, really that everyone is. You should learn from everyone and everyone's good. He's just saying that isn't the Matthias of like the, the he's saying a zuckin a zuck-in is for is sure good and and a katan uh, is for sure for sure not good. He's saying he's, no. There could just even be a katan. Someone who's younger who just he fully went through all this. He fully questioned everything and he fully fully made, made sure that the thing fully resonated with him first. And there could be a zucking that 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 thought is it didn't fully go through it, but he. Sounds like he's also saying that they, you're supposed to just learn, he's teaching us like a, a lesson, you're supposed to learn, make sure the person like you're learning, your rugby is from, is someone who actually went through the whole, went through everything, make sure like, it resonated with him, he had all the questions and all the answers, and that, that's a person you should learn from.
0: One of, the, one of the marks of a, of a Ben tairo learnt learns here is that there's a sophistication that we see of somebody who's worked through... There's a great sophistication to somebody who's worked through challenges. The Gemara we're learning about Rosh ben Yechai speaks about that the greatness he achieved is overcoming difficulties. Ashrecha sharisani v'kach We didn't get up to this to this part yet. There's a tremendous beauty and depth to somebody who worked through and has worked through, anybody who's watched Dubi's career in yeshiva is a sophisticated bentira. He's delightful, and somebody who's really thought about life is—I—he sat for a long time by Rabbi Rabbi Wasnicky Rabbi Shapiro Shirim. Somebody who's really thought through a lot and with tremendous, tremendous pride in the bentira that Dubi is. Please come up and share our navi.
1: Okay, so I wasn't. I was gonna speak about a certain thing we talked about with Rabbi Shapiro and Sheer, the question. But I was reading the first parak this morning, and this caught my eye, and I thought it was just like a really something that we all know. We were. It's like it's like a very basic, not basic, but like something that everyone talks about. We've all done like a project in first grade, whatever it is, you know. Um, but it's almost like overlooked, like, we don't, I don't think people hear it enough and, like, hear, like, the full, like, uh, extent to it. It says, in the first parak, it says, uh, Yosib ben Yochanan, Esh Yushalayim, Omer, Yehi Beischa, Pasuch, Ler Anayim, Bnei Beischa. ben Yochanan, leader of Yushalayim, says, Let your house be open wide, and paupers should be members of your household. Um, And do not converse successfully with the women. You said with regard to one's wife, how much more? Um, So it's a little weird. It says like, open your house wide. Like, what does that mean? Like, like open your door like a creek, or like open your door like the full thing? Like, what exactly does that mean? Open your house wide. So it says. Open your house wide. <laughs> Let your house be open wide. So it says, we learned from this, that it means to make your house, make it like Avram's house. Right, we all made that project. It's like four doors, the tent, whatever. It's like really cute. Um, but one thing, it's like, it's like yeah, you know, we, we want to have all these people um, come in from different sides, very nice. You know, you shouldn't have to walk around the house get to come in from whatever angle you're coming from but another thing that's i think overlooked is they can leave from anywhere also and it's that it's not just like okay we're welcoming you from any side it's you can now leave from any side it's like it's it's the same thing like oh we don't we don't want to embarrass the people you know we, you you leave food by their door you don't you don't knock you know there's that's that's a big thing but it's like to to have that idea, where it's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring someone into my house. I'm gonna give them food. I'm gonna let them rest. I'm gonna uh, give them drink, and then, rather than walking them out the front door, I'm gonna bring them to the back of my house. I'm gonna hide them from the public, and like, like that's, like, uh, it. The loftiness, like the, That's like crazy to me to to be able to be so sensitive. And to be so like aware of someone's uh to be so aware of just someone's like feelings and like like okay you're not only helping them out, like you're gonna help them like hide and like that that was just like a really, really cool thing that I read and yeah, I wanted to share them. Start like that and end like that. Talking Especially about yeah. Started off with the poor people and ends with like the woman. What
0: connection? Aside from the finish that it says at the end, you to talk to yeah. your wife. Is that with... Duba, You're saying the leaving from every side is you letting him slip out that he. You're can letting sl- him slip out. You're not. Yeah. You're you're providing like care for them, and then you're also
1: then being sensitive to the idea that they don't necessarily want people to be, like. It's, it's a certain sensitivity, sensitivity. It's like a level. Of... Yeah, I like. it that. oh, cool.
0: It's very cool. Mm-hmm. very cool. You're picturing all the entrance, not just he gets in easier, he exits to, from, from the place he doesn't want people to see him. So each guy has this, all these four exits, not just that he's invited in, he has a way out in a way that nobody can see. Fast. Thank you, Dubi. Thank you. It's yeah. It's it's been such a it's been such an exhilarating project. Hearing guys learn the Mishnayos, Aryeh, and Al Dubi, and each guy has been like pr- exactly what Rai Shapiro spoke to us on Shabbos. The people studying Torah, it has a lot to do with what Aryeh spoke about the studying of Zikhenim. But people studying Torah and sharing with us how a Mishnah hit them, their kasha, their idea that, 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 that's hit them about the Mishnah, it's been exhilarating. So thank you both for sharing. Who was sharing tomorrow? Could the Chavah remind me? Shragi Pinet. Shragi Pinet was one. And who was the other one? Shlomo Guri. That might be in Baltimore. It might be. We have to figure out. Stay tuned to where. Where? Would you share now? What not possible? Do you share with Toilim now, or we should wait for tonight? Which is just... what? Awesome, now's better. You perfect.
2: perfect,
0: perfect, perfect, perfect. I wanted to welcome. I wanted. To, I wanted to thank a lot, Reb Barnett's here. I wanted to thank you very, very much for being here. The Barnett mishpacha, besides for all, besides for being incredible guys in yeshiva, I want to say the closeness of the brothers. Watching the brothers band and the closeness <coughs> is, has been tremendously, tremendously precious to see the band of the brothers. sheves gam Rabbi Barnett should continue to see precious, precious nachas from all his precious sons. It's our honor, Rev. Arie Weiss has joined us, and we're always eager to hear beautiful divrei Teira. So, without further ado, I won't ask, because we're going to get to volleyball soon, I won't have somebody introduce Arie, Rev. Aryeh, but it's ours to hear divrei Teira from Rev. Aryeh. you. want to? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, we took him I wanna share with Dalam just two um, two thoughts, but really two thoughts about when we're dancing and singing tonight, two thoughts to think about one from Rabbi Kiva, one from, what about Bar Yochai? Which one should we, which we start with? The Rebbe of the, Ta- Rebbe. the, Rebbe of the Talmud. The Rebbe. I guess start the Rebbe. So the the Rambam the Ram the end of um Hilhas so sometimes the Rambam the, the Rambam in general is saying Halachas, And at the end sometimes I go add in like a thought. At the end of Mitvais, the Ramam says that the, the ideas of, of Tum and Tahara are ideas we it's a cause of. We don't understand why certain things make us tame tahara. How a mikveh works, why you go in. But he says that just like by a mikvah, someone who's tame he goes in, comes out, something happened. Now, sudden he's Tahar. Somebody wants to ask Jeremiah Shavuot, what's this idea of going to a mikveh? What's the idea of going to a mikvah nowadays? There's no Tomei Tahar, anyways. So he said, "Listen. All I know is that if a guy can go into a mikvah and come out a yid, then certainly when a yid goes into a mikvah, he could come out a better person. It, it works. It does something. He Wasn't a yid before he walks He wasn't. Now he's a yid. Mm-hmm. So the Rambam adds, so too in our thoughts. In our thoughts, which are like something we use that word tummy, like we have tummy dicker thoughts." was in on the 49th level of tuma. So, too, when you go to to Hashem, it works the same way. You go into the mikvah, you come out, and you're you're tahar. What do you actually do? Nothing. It just works. It just works. And uh, why is he comparing these two? One has to do with Tumah, the touching things that are inappropriate. One has to do with your thoughts. So, there's a there's a famous on Sameh this, on this Rambam. The rest, it says like this. We know, like, when it comes to Averis, Averis, you're held accountable for if you did something wrong. Someone's an anus, he doesn't know anything about the halacha, or he's, he did it by mistakes. There's no, there's no carbon, there's nothing you can do. As opposed to when it comes to Tumma, somebody touches something that's a dead body. It's not, it's, it's not your fault, you didn't do anything wrong. But the you touched the body. A woman has a child. After the child, she's tummy. She did I do something wrong? You did absolutely nothing wrong, but you're tummy. It says thoughts are like that also, in the sense that <coughs> we have thoughts or different ideas that go in our head. It has nothing to do with it. You did anything wrong? Well, the mice they make you tummy. Like, the Rebbe Khan, Rebbe Chan Wasser, like, famously, would say that let say a guy opens up a chumash and it says, with a strong hand that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. He says, oh, the postage says, Hashem has a hand. So I want to I experience Hashem's hand. And he doesn't know that after that, you say every day, one of the things we believe in is Hashem doesn't have a body. But in the stone chumash, he read it, has Hashem's head, hand. He did nothing wrong. Actually, what he did wrong is he read the chumash. So Rabbi Chodan the way he touched it was, it was, is also an apocalypse. It's not his fault, but like he just believes in the wrong type of God. He thinks God has a body. He didn't do anything wrong, but he's still stuck like in this. But the Milo is, is just the same way that these thoughts affect us. My Shlomo and Shabbos had a bunch of guys over, came for Kiddush and they, they, they stayed for the meal. Um, my Shlowe, Zevi Lax... Matt Levin, Batsal Levin, and I'm I'm saying this because those guys should know if they come, they could they could crash. My wife asked me, "Did you tell the guys that they could crash?" I said, like, "No, but they might have heard a story about it." <laughs> you come over, you could crash. And my my Shlomo, I, I don't know where he where he his rebbe got it from. His rebbe said that on on Lag all your averas go away. You don't argue with the seven year old. what his rebbe told him. I don't think he was mixing up a different holiday But that's what he heard <laughs> But he asked, he asked me then He asked at the table, I understand Let's say it's not, let's say it's not like But let's say it's Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, all your arveras go away So, so he asked, like, so why isn't virus so bad? Anyways, it goes away But they wait a little It's a good question Like, what's, this like, what's the big deal? Why is like, everyone making such a big deal about it? Good question for a 7 year old Mm-hmm. Left it as a question. It's so a good like I like my kids to know like, it's good to have questions. And I did is like even if you even if it well, it's maybe let's go with Lag-Bohimer. Let's the lag gives the all the error Let's go with it. Shlomo Wise is where we said, that's what we're gonna go with. Yeah, we'll go with it tonight. All our various are gonna be chaper. starting tomorrow we have a clean slate. It's still end of the day, though, I'm still somebody who's distanced from Hashem. I have all these kinds of these thoughts and ideas going in my head that puts me in a different direction. And just like the thoughts come, it's not your fault. Hashem makes it so easy, though, for the thoughts to go away. Just like by Tomah, you, you pick it up whether you want to or not, you go into a mikvah. it doesn't matter what, you don't need grace to chew, you don't need vidoy, you don't need aziv azivas charata, harata. You go into the mikvah, you come out, you're tahar. That's it. And who tells us this? Rabbi Kiva tells us a that ma mikvah hametaris <laughs> just like a mikvah, you go into it, it's metar mitatzmeim, afak kadosh rochum metaris <laughs>
1: It's
3: based on a pasuk in Yirmiyah. It's a, a, a last Mishnah in, in Yuma. And we give us thing it and like we're we're blessed we're praised that we have hashem that we don't we don't have to work so hard you just go in, just like when you jump in the mikvah, you come out you're tahar boom so do we have a we have a rebiner shlalom that's what tahar is. it means like sometimes we're like Ugh, I have all these crazy thoughts I just want to get them out of my head I'm like I'm I'm obsessed with how I'm going to support my family I have all kinds of things I, I was exposed to I can't get them out of my head how do I I give this thing There's a Kayach out there. Just you got to jump into the into the mikvah of the Rebbe and We say these words, but what does it actually mean? What does it mean? that just like a mikvah is mitaris a person. So too, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is mitaris isra. Okay, so how do I? Okay. Even the you have to go in the mikvah. What's the equivalent? Like, what's the? Mm-hmm. What does it mean that Hakadosh Baruch Hu I was thinking, i do not right. I don't know much that. There's a couple rules by a mikvah. The basics are is that for in order for a mikvah to work, you have to go all the way in. If you want finger sticking out, it doesn't work. That's, so as easy as it is, and we make it so simple, just jump in. So everybody knows, like, if you watch the briskers in, in the mitzvah, Friday afternoon, you're supposed to go in seven times. So the briskers, they stick their finger in and out for seven times, because that's like going in and out. Like, if you have one finger out, it's like your whole body's out. So you watch them, they do the click like that, yeah, like, right? Really, really seen it. <laughs> really, maybe really's done it. <laughs> and also, like, if you have any chatzitsa, you have anything blacking you, you have, like, dirt on you, any dirt on you, it's also, like, the mitzvah doesn't work. But I think it what it is, is that you just need a moment where, in that moment, you're one with the Rabbi Yashlev. There's no separation between me and the Rabbi Yashlev. I feel my laved Hashem wants a heart. For that moment, Hashem has my heart. And I, and I say, I I, Rabbi Yashlev, all I want in life is to be close to you. All I want to be is a good Yid. In that moment, that moment you're fully in. I think, I think that's what it means when Rekiv is telling us, <laughs> And with that, it's like a tahara, takes away all the takes away all that tumma. Sometimes I still wonder, like, have you ever watch people count of Omer? You see, with kavana, ha like, what are they thinking? Like, what's this big kavana that they're, they're just saying the bracha. ha today is the... What's what, like, what are you squeezing your head about a number? Like, what's the, what's it, what is it? They, like, okay, so there's Spharam that, like, talk about all the, everything that's going, they, like, they know all those things. And I've seen about, like, even just, like, one kavana of, like, we know during the days of Sphira, we're working on getting the, getting the Tumah out from Itrayim from, from and from the world. Just one moment of, I just want to be one with Hashem. And with that, everything just happens. All the Sviras, chesed, feris, whatever whatever's going on that day, just happened to you, and just a moment of when they're counting, just to think. Okay, if you could, learn, if you could learn all the gavanas would be great, but just to think, I'm one with Hashem, Hashem. I just want to be close to you, and in that moment, it just happens. to you. The kedusha comes to you. Just keep doing that. Rebbeinu makes it easier. We're like we're blessed. That's one thought of Rekiva. We're gonna dance to those words, because that's just. Hashem should be mentah us, and He makes it easy for us. The his Talmud, Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon Bar Yachai. So everyone, I'm sure Rebbe, I wasn't here, but I'm sure Rabbi, was learning Shabbat Islam. We'll the Gimel, the story of Lagba. Anyway, I want to go to a different Gemara and, and, and Baruch Islam at hey, we'll try to be quick. And I know it's late. I think it really brings out, like, who, why is Rav Shimon Bar Yachai? There's so many, Hanoi him in the like, why Remeir was huge, Rebbe Kiva, is his Rebbe, why isn't there a day for Rebbe Kiva? What's so, like, why is Rebbe Shimon so Negei no, to me? So I'm going to tell you Gemara in, in, in Baruch Hey. maybe later I'll we'll, we'll, we'll learn with some guys, but just, I'll paraphrase it for now, the Gemara starts off de Degenecha You say every day in Kriyashma, de Degenecha, you should go out and you should collect the greens out in the fields. Time. Go work Be, be productive be, Get out there And, and work the land But it also says You have to be in the base medrash all day So how could you be in the base medrash all day And also be in the farm So Rabbi Shmuel gives Find something in the middle <coughs> Half a day like that Half a day you're in the farm And the Shreem says I understand If you're on the farm all day like What's going to be with Taira? Tairamatehei That's So there's. so what's gonna be with the work? Other people will do it. It's a very funny like there, it's, like a, it's a conversation I had with my parents. Like when, after I after I after I got married, I learned to Narcissor for a year. My my parents are both professional. My father's a doctor, my mother's a pharmacist, and they said, okay, you learned for a year, now you gotta You've got to be responsible. It takes a lot to support a family. Yontif is expensive. you got to get going to bid it. We're supporting you for one year, and that's, and that's it. One year. And my answer to them was, yeah, but I need to have learning the entire part of my house. And I want to establish a house full of that's, that's focused on Taira, Mitzvah, kedusha. And their aunt, they say back to me, yeah, but you need to, you know, how hard it is to find a job that supports your family. And it, It's a conversation where you're not talking to each other. They're talking about one. And everyone's right. Everyone's right in the conversation. They're right. You, how, how are you going to... A guy's in third year base medish. He's, he's completely irresponsible. But he's doing exactly what he should be doing if he cares about life. Which one is it? It, it depends which, which world you're living in. And the conversation when the father and the son are arguing about going to college or staying in base medish... The father is not wrong. Everything he's saying is true. That you need to support your family. You can't help you. And this, this is what you need. And, they, and the, the boy yeah. But I need to become a tamaha." Oh. That's what's like. That's what's going on in this. In this, it reminds me a few weeks ago I was with Rebbe Shabbos, and they had like a question and answer panel, and they would they would ask Rebbe a question, he would answer a different, like a, diff- a whole, like totally completely <laughs> different question. But of course, it's smooth. Like, uh, you wonder, like, how do you, how do you get away with that? Like, that's that's like this gemara. Rabbi Shmuel says, "Vasaf to digenacha." Rabbi says, "What's going to be with Torah?" But the question it says you need to work and, and, and make money. And you're like, just it doesn't answer the question. And the gemara continues, and Rabbi Shmuel says that you go and learn, and your work will be done by the guy, The guy will do your work, and your your field will be taken care of. The Gemara very interesting. The Gemara and continues and says is that the mice. A lot of people tried to do like Rishon Bayachai, to only work, only learn all day. The work will come from somebody else. and It didn't go, and a lot of people did like Rabbi small the more balanced, half day half day work, half day learn, and that was there were more matzliach like that. The the to talk about it means it's not it's not for everybody to do it. What I took out from this, though, is that Shimon is telling us, he's telling Gidden is like, stop getting stuck by boundaries and rules. Now, maybe the Gemara, the Gemara says that not everybody could say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn all day." And let's say a guy hey, wants to. My job until now, I've been going to work from nine to six every day. I come into the office at nine to six. I want to learn a little more. I want to go in at ten. So everyone who speaks says, "Well, that's irresponsible." How do you know the workers are gonna do it? You need to open the, you need to open it up. Hiring a manager—it's not the same as you. And he was like, well, wish, "But I'll be fine. I'll go learn, and I'll be fine." And he asked, like, "What's the right thing to do?" And if you ask a business professional, I'll tell you no, The workers need to see that you're there, because they'll never work as hard as that. And they're right. If the boss isn't there, the workers. But he says, "Okay, but how am I ever going to know? How am I ever going to finish shas if I'm in, if I'm in the bakery? If I'm in the office all day? If I'm?" And Rishimur Chai says, like do what's right, and stop getting stuck with all these rules that people are telling you, all these, the way this is how life works, this, this, if you don't do this, you're not going to be, you'll never be successful. There's a, part of a, there's a part of us, like if you want to be a Rav by a told like a Kavana, a Kavana that, the Slarm bring down to have by spirits, so that for that minute, the only thing I want in my heart is, is to be close to Hashem. So a person could say that it's like me, like, I'm not shy to like, a Kavana like that. Like, I, like I, The things that go on to my mind, the, the, the thoughts that I have, the things that I do, for me to honestly say that all I want to do is be close to Hashem, Hashem <laughs> I would say, stop, stop giving yourself boundaries. Stop being, saying, I'm stuck in this hole. Stop saying, like, a guy like me, how, I, how am I ever going to get a healthy girl from a good family? You know what I've been through? You know what I've, uh, what I've gone through? There's no way a healthy, normal girl from a good family. Like, and he, I'll give you 10 reasons why. And they all make sense. And Rav Shreem says, stop being stuck with all these cheshboi with all these rules that you make up. You do the right thing and you can, you can do anything. Things will happen by themselves. You can't live your entire life like that, but there has to be like, there has to be an aspect in our life, or aspects in our life. We're like, we break the rules of society. It sounds funny, I'm coming to Waterbury to tell you, like a chiddish, that we're going to break the rules of society. <laughs> But what I mean by that is, it's like stop getting stuck with how life has to be lived. And who, who can be, you can only be successful if, no, anyone can be successful at any, at any point. <coughs> That's what Rabbi Shimrechai is saying, we're, we're above that. We're connected to Hashem. Like when you're connected to Hashem, you're, even like Rabbi Shimrechai goes in a cave. If I was in a cave, stuck in a cave, I'd say, you know, Hashem probably is not interested in me. Put me in a cave very Rechai goes to his Rebbe, Rebbe Kiva. he was in jail, he's not allowed to teach Torah. Gemara M'salchem, Nari M'salchem, says he started fighting with him, you need to teach me Torah. If I was in such a situation, say, Hashem probably doesn't want me to learn now. It's fine. Yashem says, no, it can't be, like, I don't care. I need to learn. I'm with my son, I need to grow. I am in the worst situation. I'm in a cave, my Rebbe's in jail, I don't care, like, that's not going to stop me. And anyone else would whisper, don't you think the Rebbeinah Shalom is really interested in your learning now? I think he really wants you to grow. Look where he put you. And Rav says, I don't, stop putting me in a box and telling me that or that I'm limited by my situation. Rav says, I can do anything. Stop telling me that if I don't work, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, if I don't work exactly the way the world tells me to work, then you're never going to be successful. Rav like, no. And if I don't follow that, the, the path that everybody else is telling me, like it's, I, I think that's like, that's why Reb Shem has to be every one of our Rebbe. You could choose different different tanoim and Amaroyim that you want to choose. Like, oh, that's my Mahalach. But every Yid has to have like an aspect in them that Shem is my Rebbe. I'm not limited by. I can I can go I can go out of these. What's gonna be? How's it gonna happen? Everyone's telling me it's not. It's, it's fine. I'm a, I'm a Yid. The Rebbein Shalom can do anything. Part of being a, a, a Talmud Reb Shem is to are we're dancing tonight, and we're trying to get close. The mitzvah, the mitzvah is the second lebabat Rebbe, Talks about what it means to come close to tzaddikim and go to kfarim. Mean, there's a whole a fascinating piece. and There are five things that go on when you go to the cave of tzaddik. And one of the things he talks about, tzaddikim are alive. Tzaddikim be misasa and Even when they're they're not alive, they're still alive. We could still become a talmud in theirs. We could learn from them. I could learn by this. I could learn by this tzaddik. What it means is like we're dancing with your by tonight. We're trying to become, we're trying to get this lesson from him. Stop limiting yourself. Stop putting boundaries around yourself. This we're limitless. That's what it means to be, that's what it means to be, that's what it means to be again. My grandfather, end with this, my grandfather came to America after the war. He lost his, he lost his parents, he lost his wife, he lost two kids. He didn't speak English. If somebody would have told him that in 20 years from now you're going to have a successful business, you're going to, have a, you're going to be in a beautiful city, he built a mikvah in LA, he started, he was he started elementary school and he passed away. They lined up the streets in Los Angeles, on La Brea. They closed down the streets. 500 little boys, 500 little girls stood on the side of the streets. and his, his, his coffin passed. Away. If you would have told him in nineteen forty, in the 1940s that one day this is going to be... It's not what he thought. I'm broken. I have nothing. I don't speak the language. I've lost every single... And you're going to have a successful business. You're going to have a gorgeous family. B'nai Teira, that are really... Tamid Chachamim and you're going to... You're going to create schools, but it's not possible. It is possible. How? Because we're not limited. We're not limited by. A guy is. If I went through trauma and I went through terrible things, that's it. I'm stuck. I can't get past it. I'm angry. I have rage, and that's it. I can't get. But a yid, yid could flourish, and that's what it means for us to be a talmud. should be That the tahara. Of Rabbi Kiva, this this belief of that we can do anything. Rabbi Shmuel should should come with us. Should come out with with the dancing, with the singing tonight, and with Hashem. With that, we should be zeicher to come closer and closer to the Rovinu Shalai.
0: gym. In the gym? Is that the mascara? So. It's now four thirty. Mincha will take place at six forty. Baylum's invited. It's sheer again, sheer The Bible's taking place in the gym. if we
3: could rush